This is Retirement Talk with Mike Graber from Compass Retirement Advisors. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Mike Graber provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Retirement Talk with Mike Graber. Hello, and welcome back to Retirement Talk with Mike Graber. Uh, During this episode, we're going to discuss some of the critical questions that we feel you should ask any financial services professional that you're considering uh, working with. And if uh, we have time at the end of the show, we're going to look at a few steps that you can take if retirement is very close for you. Uh, In a couple of our most recent shows, we talked about what if retirement is within five years? What if retirement is within a year? And we're going to take it down to what if it's very close? Well, if you would like some more information about anything you hear uh, during our show today, just a reminder, my phone number is 812-787-0809. You can always visit us online at Compass Retirement Advisors llc.com and while you're at the website uh, click on the radio tab and you can link to um, past shows there uh, but again anytime you have a question uh, don't hesitate to uh, to reach out to us and we can do a phone call we can do uh, an online meeting or uh, hopefully uh, a face-to-face but as our uh, tradition has become uh, we start off each of our shows with a review of uh, the current dollar amount of debt that our country has. So uh, from usdebtclock.org, today those numbers are as follows. The United States national debt is $28,146,312,000,000 and change. And that has uh, jumped us up a little bit. Uh, our debt to GDP ratio is now 130 percent and uh, GDP uh, is gross domestic product and that's defined as all finished goods and services produced by our economy typically in uh, the year and our debt is hundred and thirty percent of all finished goods and services that our economy is uh, creating total unfunded liabilities as of today 162 trillion four hundred thirty eight billion two hundred and fourteen million dollars and that's a whopping four hundred and ninety one thousand seven hundred dollars of debt and unfunded liabilities for every u.s citizen Uh, our regular listeners know that we talk a lot about the importance of working with a financial services professional And it doesn't matter if uh, you're still in early career, mid-career, late career, what uh, stage of financial life you're in. Uh, Working with a financial services professional may be helpful as you work to build that type of robust financial strategy uh, that it's going to take to to live the retirement that you want eventually, you know, retirement, uh, legacy distribution. And if you're working with a qualified professional, that's going to give you a lot more confidence and uh, help you have a partner to navigate uh, the days that are ahead. Uh, that being said, uh, I certainly want to uh, 
recognize that the process of choosing a financial services advisor or professional, it, it can be daunting. It can be a little intimidating because there are just a lot of advisors out there with varying degrees of um, abilities and, uh, and certifications. But don't uh, fear too much about that. We're going to give you 10 questions today that uh, can help you determine if you and that particular advisor are a good fit or not. But before we do that, I want to bring Tony Shore in. Tony has uh, been our co-host all along. He's, he's uh, really good at, at helping us clarify some of our points. And uh, Tony, welcome. Uh, how's life treating you this week? <laughs> well, it's been treating me well. I'll tell you that everything's great. You know, I've been getting outside a little more, and you know, getting a lot done. But you, we, and I, you and I were talking before the show about how busy uh, we've been, and I just, I thought I had been busy, and you were telling me about your schedule, and I know you just love meeting with people, and you've been having a lot of uh, educational seminars and workshops, and so. Uh, it's been a busy time for both of us, but Mike, you've been really, really busy, haven't you? We have, t- Tony, and, and some of our listeners may not know that uh, we have uh, an office over in Lexington, uh, Kentucky that uh, that we work with, and there's a, an office down just east of Nashville, Tennessee that we work with, and uh, helping uh, those clients in, in those areas as well as uh, throughout southwestern Indiana keeps us busy, but uh, we have a commitment, you know, to our existing clients that uh, we are not going to take on so many clients in the course of a year that we can't continue to give them uh, the individual and personal uh, attention that uh, their retirement strategies deserve. So we're we're really busy, but uh, not so busy that we can't uh, meet our commitments to to serve uh, our clients and stay up on the issues that uh, we feel are going to impact them and, and provide recommendations and solutions to them. But yeah, it's busy. It's a good kind of busy. And um, we uh, are looking forward to you know today's show and, and uh, helping uh, our clients with a little more information. Wow. Well, yeah. And I'm looking forward to this discussion because I think a lot of people are apprehensive. They don't quite know what to expect or what to ask with a financial professional. But it's so important with everything that's been going on financially, with the economy and all the changes to Social Security, Medicare, tax changes. You have to work with a financial professional uh, to know what you're doing with your 401k, your IRA uh, and, and the list and the list goes on and on, uh, as you know. Uh, and, um, you know, I think we need to trumpet the value of working with somebody like yourself. Um, Mike, uh, whether it's taxes, college funds, retirement income, insurance, there's a lot uh, that a seasoned financial services professional can help you with. So what do you have for us first today? Well, I want to step back just a little bit. And before you would even ask um, or interview uh, an advisor to see if you're a good fit, even before that, there's a good place to start. And I believe that's uh, for our listeners to just begin by making a list of the financial services that that they feel they might you know need, you know, whether it's a retirement income, uh, maybe looking at uh, insurance products that they might need, a combination uh, of both, um, and then make sure that you have a, a clear picture of what you're wanting before you even begin um, the process of choosing that financial professional. If you don't know what you may or may not need, that's fine as well. 
uh, just kind of go into the, the advisor that you're interviewing and, and ask them, you know, what kind of a process will you take us through so that we understand, you know, what our, our needs are. But once you, you've done that, then, uh, you know, it's pretty easy these days to, to find advisors. Uh, you can go to the Internet and start you know, researching uh, professionals who live in the area. Um, check out their websites. You know, how does it look? Is it polished? Is it professional? Does it give you an idea of uh, who that person is uh, and, and what their team consists of? What about their social media? Um, and make sure that you reach out to your own family and friends and your coworkers to see, you know, if they've had someone that they're working with that uh, they've had uh, good uh, results with and, and if there's a recommendation there. And then finally, you know, once you've uh, found a few that you'd like to meet with, you know, schedule the appointment, head into their office, or maybe it's a video call these days, and uh, start to, to ask them these uh, 10 questions that we're about to share with you. Wow. Uh, I think that's great. So what's the first question we should ask a financial services professional? I think a good one to start with, Tony, it's very basic. Just ask that advisor, what is it that you like about your work? What is it you like about your job? That's a simple straightforward, but yet it's a powerful uh, question. You know, after all, why would we want to trust uh, our life savings uh, and our financial future to someone who's, you know, not passionate about their work? I would want to get a really good understanding of why they do what they do. Um, the right financial services uh, professional uh, is going to be excited about their work. You're going to see them come to life whenever uh, they're discussing uh, different um, uh, elements of, of the planning process uh, when they're talking about budgets, paying down debt, healthcare costs, insurance taxes, wealth management, 401ks, you name it. Um, you'll see by their reaction um, if, if they really understand what they're doing and if they have uh, a passion for it. And then um, you really want to make sure that, that, they're, that they're in tune with you. Uh, are they paying attention to you? Eye contact, smiling, gesturing. Are they really involved, you know, right off the bat, first appointment you have, if you don't get the feeling that the person is really interested in you and has a sincere uh, care uh, for you as an individual, regardless of the amount of money that you may or may not have, um, that's a, a good indication. Well, yeah, that would be a great indication right there. And I think that makes that makes perfect sense. That's a great first question. Uh, you know, your questions about your financial future should be more important uh, to the financial professional than, you know, you don't want to see them distracted. They need to be listening to you. Uh, I think that's really good. What's the next one? Well, I think uh, the next question is, you know, what type of services uh, do they provide for their clients? Um, you know, there are a lot of people that would call themselves advisors, um, but the truth be told, uh, there are different uh, licenses that allow advisors to do different things. Um, so I think it's it's a nuts and bolts type of question, uh, but you're going to want to work with someone you know who can take care of the variety of needs and expectations uh, that that you have. For most folks, I think uh, a financial services professional has to handle uh, a handful of key things and. Um, uh, here would be some of, of those key things, Tony. You know, they should be able to help you determine, you know, how much need uh, for retirement income you're going to have, 
and and how to best achieve it. Uh, they're going to help you find um, various types of uh, income earning tools or, or products and match those with your needs and your uh, risk appetite. Um, they're going to help you manage expenses, not just today, but, but also in retirement. Um, I think there has to be a discussion about your options for managing, you know, those long-term care costs that we've talked about at different times. And then one area that really can separate the advisors um, is if they're able to help you devise an advantageous, you know, tax strategy. You know, we've talked a lot about um, where we think taxes are going and if the emphasis with the advisor that you're interviewing is only about growing the asset and there's not a discussion about how to minimize the tax during retirement, if there's no discussion about how to uh, distribute those uh, assets, uh, a, a legacy plan, then those would be um, things that you can you know put in the minus column or in the check column as you're deciding who to work with. Yeah, I think that's great. Well, this has been a great discussion so far. But let's keep it moving along. Uh, we've got a lot to cover today. I want to get through all these questions. So uh, what is the next question we should be asking a financial advisor? Well, this one can be very specific. And, and that question would be, do you have any specific qualifications? And if so, what are they? You know, there uh, are a number of um, certifications out there. So spend some time, you know, zeroing in on those um, and use that information to decide uh, what certifications you as uh, the potential retiree are going to want from uh, the advisor uh, that, that you work with. And, um, you know, there are lots of different types of designations out there and, and certifications, um, but one area separate from that, Tony, that I think is important is just experience. Uh, right now, uh, we've been in a period of time where the markets have have performed well over a quite long period of time. And there's a number of advisors in, in our business who, you know, they've not uh, lived through uh, a period of the early uh, 2000s where the market was down three years in a row, and they've not really been tested. They've not lived through that. So uh, there's no substitute uh, for uh, experience. Well, never. Yeah, there's no substitute for experience. And I, I think that's huge. And uh, this is a really good breakdown. I mean, clearly working with somebody like yourself, Mike, is a business relationship in, the, in which the needs of both parties are important. But like you say, when it comes down to it, uh, the client's needs have to be prioritized. And that's what you do, always looking out for their best interest. Uh, what's next? Well, um, as we, we continue through uh, these questions, um, following along the lines of uh, licensure and um, certifications, uh, a, a big question in our industry today, Tony, is, is the advisor a fiduciary? And yes. in simplest terms, uh, fiduciary duty, it, it is a legal term. And that means that your financial services professional is duty bound uh, to act in the individual's best interest. And it essentially means that uh, a fiduciary will steer you toward financial tools that, that work best for you. 
Um, remember, there, there's nothing wrong with an advisor um, making money, you know, for the services that they provide. You know, after all, everyone deserves to be uh, compensated for their hard work. And, and while it's great when your needs are met and, and, and they're able to earn their compensation, the focus has got to be first and foremost on um, the client's needs. And instead of just you know, giving uh, um, a recommendation that might be suitable among many products uh, or services, and there's a variety of uh, fee schedules or commission schedules, um, knowing that your advisor is a fiduciary and is duty bound to steer you in, in the right direction uh, is one of the, the most critical questions that you can ask um, the, um, advisor. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's huge. And that's a big one. Are you a fiduciary? Are you looking out for the best interest and you're held to that standard and audited, uh, uh, to make sure that you are doing that. And of course you are, you put your uh, clients uh, needs and interests, uh, first, and that's, what's critical. That's a good question to ask. What's the next question? Well, let's, uh, ask it ask the advisor how they're they're going to be compensated. There's a couple of different compensation structures. Uh, one is a fee-based advisor that charges a, an annual fee based on uh, the assets that are in your account. And then the other could be uh, just charging a commission based on uh, the dollar value uh, of a, a new account that they open for you. And uh, you might be more inclined to have fiduciaries working uh, on a fee basis versus uh, the commission. So asking them that that question, how will you be compensated? That fits right in with what we've uh, been been talking about. And this is the kind of question that you should get out in the open um, and and let it be uh, addressed. You know, there's no reason uh, to let compensation be an elephant in the room, or in this case, you know, the elephant in the financial services office. Um, but bear in mind that you shouldn't automatically reject an advisor just because it might appear that their fee is expensive. Um, their expertise, uh, what they bring to the table, uh, their knowledge could very well, very well be worth uh, the increased fee that uh, they charge. Well, yeah, there you go. And that's, you need to be, work with somebody who's transparent. And to me, most uh, folks are, are probably going to be impressed. Most financial services professional, and Mike, I'm sure you're the same way, will be impressed if people come in with a list of really good questions like this uh, for their first meeting. Uh, you're going to quickly ID that person as somebody you'd be excited to work with, right? Oh, absolutely. Um, Wherever the, the individual is, you know, in their journey, uh, in their knowledge, you know, the advisor's responsibility is to take them from that point and help them get uh, to where they uh, need to be and where they want to be. And obviously, uh, the more information, uh, the more knowledge the individual has when they come in, uh, the shorter, you know, that planning process uh, uh, can be. Sure. But again, regardless of uh, the knowledge, uh, it's the advisor's responsibility to as I said, take uh, the client from point A to point B and, and make sure that uh, those needs and the concerns are, are addressed in the best interest of, of the individual. Yeah. So what's the next question? Well, I think um, the next question would be, does that advisor's firm or does that advisor's office actually hold 
my money and, and hold my investments. Um, your financial services professional should not directly come in contact you know, with your assets, uh, minus the fees that you, you pay for their services. Instead, uh, typically they would be uh, contracted with a reliable custodian, uh, which could be either a third party or could be owned by, by their firm. Uh, the custodian is where your assets are actually held. Uh, that's where the uh, transactions are processed. Uh, that's where you know dividends are collected and interest payments uh, are, are handled. Uh, distributions are made by the custodian, and the custodian yep. uh, supplies uh, the monthly statements. And there are a variety of, of well-known and, and very reputable uh, third-party uh, custodians out there. So the question is, does the advisor do those things or, or not? And this is one of those where you want the advisor to tell you that they are not handling those um, those transactions and, and those services that uh, the custodian is, and yeah. and you uh, want to know, uh, you know who the custodian is, and, and they'll give you disclosures and, and the information that, that point all that out. Yeah, I mean, ethically and legally, they need to be using a third party, basically. Uh, and, uh, you know, there are a lot. The idea of a third party custodian might be an eye opener or confusing to some people. They might not understand how that works, but they've heard of them. I mean, there's like, you know, three or four of the major two or three really major third party custodians like TD Ameritrade. And, and that's how independent advisors like yourself uh, do that. Now, what's the next question we should be asking? when choosing an FSP? Well, now we're going to really start narrowing it down. You know, is this an advisor uh, a fit? And the question that goes a long way in determining that is, is this, what is the investment advisor's investment philosophy? Um, it's fairly basic, but yet it, it tells us a lot. Um, that financial services uh, and professional uh, should be able to answer that without breaking a sweat. You know, their answer should touch on uh, the mechanics behind their strategies, why they believe the things that they believe, what's their view uh, of the market, what's their view of where the economy is today, uh, and how the strategies that they can devise uh, will help uh, the uh, investor uh, meet their various financial goals. You want to make sure that, that you're partnered uh, with someone who you know shares uh, your philosophies. One of the uh, things that, that we say often, uh, Tony, uh, with with our clients is, you know, we've all got to be in the same boat and we've all got to be rowing in the in the same direction if this yep. is going to be a good relationship. And a big part of that is just the general investment philosophies that the advisor has and those of the individual. The idea is when the tide rises, we all rise together. Absolutely. And I think that's, and I know that's how you feel and, and deal with your clients. Now we're out of time for today's show. It just flew by. But before we go, Mike, let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you to set up that no cost, no obligation consultation. Well, I always love it when the, the phone rings, Tony. And uh, my direct line is 812-787-0809. Uh, that comes right right to me. Uh, if I don't answer, leave a message. I'll call you back as quickly as I can. The uh, email address is mgraber at compassra.com. And then uh, there's a lot of great information, and, and you can leave us a note. 
uh, at our uh, website, compassretirementadvisorsllc.com. All right. Thanks, Mike. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Retirement Talk with Mike Graber. Thank you for listening to Retirement Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, contact Mike Graber at Compass Retirement Advisors. Call 812-787-0809 or visit them online at compassretirementadvisorsllc.com. Investment advisory services provided by ChangePath LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Compass Retirement Advisors LLC, the Insurance Shop Inc., and ChangePath LLC are unaffiliated entities. Mike Graber and Compass Retirement Advisors are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.